Welcome to another episode of Breaking Into Cybersecurity, the leadership series. Today, we have Emily Harris, who will be sharing her experiences in cybersecurity and leadership. Emily, before we get started, give us a little bit about your background and why you were interested in cybersecurity. Sure. So my current position is as the director of cybersecurity at Marist College, which is a liberal arts college in Poughkeepsie in New York State. I have been working in information technology for close to 30 years now, and I pivoted over to cybersecurity back in 2015 after a long career as a desktop support person, then server support, and then network engineering, moving up into leadership positions gradually as I navigated through my career. My interest in cybersecurity is very great. Making a pivot from networks and systems and telecommunications over into this field has probably been the most exciting change in my career thus far. And why did you decide to go into leadership versus staying as an individual contributor? My opportunity to move into leadership came when I saw an open position at Vassar College, also in Poughkeepsie, New York. And at the time, I had the title of Associate Director of Networks and Systems. I would describe that role as a management role versus a leadership role. And in that role, I was 50% manager and 50% network engineer. And I saw this opening at Bastor was a director of network systems and telecommunications reporting to the chief information officer. What I understood at that time is if I made that change, I would no longer be the operational worker. I would no longer be the person who was actually configuring, making changes, maybe even designing networks. It would pivot over to a leader role where I would be in charge of a team of people who are capable of doing that work. I had managers, I had different divisions. And in that role, what I could really do is affect change at a greater scale. As an IT leader, I not only have responsibilities for strategy and moving forward in the area of expertise, network systems and telecom, but I also had a seat at the table for the entire department. I thought it would be a good place to be to truly affect change both in an IT organization and at the business as a whole. I felt I could be far more effective in moving forward. And then in regards to the critical skills that you saw for moving forward, what would you consider the critical skills for cybersecurity leadership? Absolutely communication. Cybersecurity is I wouldn't say it's unique because other fields in IT have the same challenge, but often we are dealing with extremely complex, highly technical issues. And then we have to take those highly complex technical issues and explain them over to senior leadership in other areas of the institution or the business. So one of the skills that I really honed early on in my career as a network engineer, I was working on very complicated problems and often very large issues that I had to then explain to other people in the business. And I learned very effectively how to explain those issues in a way that other people could understand. So in cybersecurity, I have to take a large event that may have a lot of technical components and be able to summarize it well, and yet still tell people what happened 
and tell them in a way that they understand that makes sense, but is still very truthful and honest. That makes sense. And as you think about your comfort level with delegation, how would you rate yourself on a scale of one to five and why? For delegation, I would say a four. I do have a team who works for me and there's other people in the department I can count on who I do delegate tasks to, but I often feel a little guilty, <laughs> shall we say, which is why it's not a five. I know it's important to know how to delegate because I'm only one person. I have an area of expertise and I know I need to know when to give something over to another person, but I would say it's a four. And what about collaboration. How would you rate yourself on a score of one to five and why? I would say also a four. Again, I have a hesitation to give myself a perfect score of five, but on collaboration, I'd like to do things with other people often, if for no other reason than to get a check and balance on what it is I am doing. So collaborating with people within my own area, within the cybersecurity team and outside the area is very important to me, especially when I bring in other leaders in the IT organization and say, this is what I want to do, but I need your help or I need your assistance or I need your advice and just make sure as a check and balance that I'm moving ahead in a way that's agreeable to the organization. And you already mentioned communication, but how would you rate yourself on a scale of one to five and why? My personal comfort level, again, I'll give myself, a, as I explained before, I feel like I'm a very good communicator in certain situations. I'm comfortable with communications, but let me tell you, there's almost nothing more traumatizing than having to send an email to everybody in my organization, 10,000 people. And that hesitation and that sort of fear of putting myself out there and on such a regular basis is where I'll give myself the floor. That makes sense. As you consider another skill, the skill of influence, how critical is it and why for a leader to have that skill? I think influence is an absolute critical skill for an IT leader for a cybersecurity leader, for leaders in other capacities. But especially in cybersecurity, there's so much of the human factor in the work that we do on a day-to-day -day basis. We are ultimately trying to influence individuals who often we have no power over, right? Because they work in other areas of the institution to better themselves, to have better behaviors, to be able to work within some of the parameters we've given them. And it's a lot harder to have people do that if we're just telling them, you know, this is what you need to do if we don't tell them why. So that's the fundamental thing, at least telling them why and what the reasons are. But if we can actually bring them around to having it be their idea, then that is the place where we want to be. That's how we truly change human behavior because it's not good enough to tell people what to do. It's like telling a four-year-old what to do. They're going to immediately say, nope, not going to do that and test the boundaries. So if we can have conversations with people and use our persuasive skills, show them the why, and then turn that around into a conversation where it's their idea now on how to have the right behavior that we're seeking, people are far better off. We, you've heard this all the time and your listeners have too. With cybersecurity, we're always towing the line. If we make the rules too hard to follow, 
They subvert the rules and we're in a worse place than we were. So if we really want good rules in place, we use that influence to make people want to follow those rules and they really embrace our cybersecurity stance and we're all better off for it. Wow. And we've talked about how we have to work and collaborate with so many different people. Yeah. How do you rate the skill of networking and getting to work with all those people and making relationships with them? I have to be honest, networking is not something I like to do. It's probably all way down on my list of things that I want to do. And it's a simple reason why I'm just not, I'm an introvert at heart. I would much rather be alone, do my work, put my head down. But I do understand that networking is very important. So it's something that I work to do under a little bit of its duress. But why is it important, right? When we network, you know, what is networking? It's getting to know people both within our organization and outside of our organization. It's that ability to bring people into our circle. And when we bring disparate individuals into our circle and we're talking to them, it helps both our cybersecurity stand, right? And that person. Why, right? In everything we need to do, we need to make sure we are getting a good group of people who can advise us. Is this the right thing? How are we going to deploy this? Is this really the right thing for our organization institution? And being able to know people who you can bring in and bring in at a moment's notice is why it's so critical. So networking is that foundation. Getting to know people, introducing yourself, having other people introduce themselves to you, and building that core of people that you can bring in. So realistically, here at Marist College, my networking has to be getting to know people in other business units. And now I've done that, right? So I know somebody in every department here. So if there's something I need to bounce off somebody in a more than casual way, I have people I can call. And now I can more readily get my answer. I have more people on my side, right? And so it's, it definitely is an important component, even though it's something I don't like doing much. Uh, what great advice. And as we wrap up this podcast, I always like to ask, what advice would you give for future cybersecurity leaders? So I came up through technical work. I was a, I have core skills in network engineering, very operational, very deep technical skills. And I talk to people who are in those positions today and they look at leadership positions. They say, I don't want an administrative job. And that is the viewpoint they're coming from. And so it doesn't seem to be on their radar that this is something they want to aim for. I want to take that idea especially cybersecurity, and just throw it out the window. Being an IT leader in cybersecurity, information security officer, director of cybersecurity, CISO, there is nothing administrative about this job. This is a highly complex role where we need to think, we need to act fast, we need to make decisions on a moment's notice, and we are empowered to do that with the ultimate goal of keeping the organization safe and secure. The complexity of the work that we do as a cybersecurity leader is extremely high. 
And those people who have really good technical background and are excellent troubleshooters, they are perfect for these positions. And what I want to say is reassure that group of people who look at this job and say, I don't want to be an administrator, to make sure they know that it's not what they are, that they're going to take those technical skills and they're going to be able to apply them every single day. They might not actually be working on the servers anymore. I'll grant you that. But the skills that they've learned are going to be applicable and they're going to continue to learn and grow. And it will be for the betterment of the entire organization and cyber studio. We have more of them in the Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing that great advice. And thank you all for joining us on this cybersecurity leadership series edition. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. It was wonderful to talk to you.